I hope you've been enjoying the conversations from RubyConf. Before we get started, I just want to say thank you to everyone I met at the conference, all the guests who were so generous with their time, and to Irene from RubyConf for arranging a space and helping me connect with guests. This final interview is with Mayra Navarro. She's an organizer of the Ruby community in Lima, Peru, and a member of the Women and Non-Binary Ruby Online community. She's going to tell us how the community pulled together both friends of hers and strangers she had never met to get her to RubyConf this year. We start the story in April, where she's just finished attending the Ruby on Rails conference, RailsConf, in Atlanta. So the thing is, in the last RailsConf, the last day that it was in the U.S., um, the day that I was returning to Peru, I got fired. <laughs> yes. So I was with all the stress of all the luggages I, that I had to pick or maybe overweight or something like that. And then I received that. Oh, my gosh. And I was, oh, my gosh. What I can do? <laughs> That's yes, terrible. Like, it was awful. Since then, I think it was May 1st or something like that. And I was looking for a job, like everybody else who were fired all these times. It was a difficult time for me. My plan was just before September, I get a job, so I have enough money. I'm not using my ex- my savings for, for going to the Rescon, sorry, the Rubicon. But uh, eventually at the end of September, October, I didn't get anything. I'm Christian, so I, well, he... God doesn't want me to come here. There must be a reason, but there was something inside me that I just still have to do something else. And I thank to my mom because she's someone that is always fighting for what she wants. So I say, okay, I went to sleep that day that I say, okay, maybe I don't want to go. So next day I have the idea. Maybe you didn't use your last car. There is something else. That is something that I have from my mom. I can feel that. I said, what if you ask for money? Well, like a fundraising, I, I learned about that word later. And I say, baby, what, what else could you lose? You don't have anything to lose right now. So I say, okay, I'm going to write something. I asked to Cody Norma, that is someone that I really appreciate right now. I, I ask him about suggestions, if that's a good idea or no, maybe not. He said, yes, you can do it. Uh, and I asked him if he could help me with the speech because I tried to write something. And also, I'm not good at writing things on Twitter and especially asking for money because I had to be open myself my and be vulnerable to do that. And it was like a, the last break for myself. So I sent the, the speech to Cody. He helped me to update some things that I have to just improve. And I did it. I also, I didn't know how to open a GoFundMe campaign because that's only for the U.S. and Mexico, I think. It doesn't exist in Peru. So he said, oh, there is another page that you can go. So I did it. So I just published that. I didn't open that until three, four hours later because I was like, no, I don't want to see. And then I, I opened it. And I started to contact with the people who were who knows me because I like to be connected with a lot of people. I'm part of the Philly RV. Even being in Peru, I am part of the Philly RV. I go attend to the Atlanta Ruby Group. I go. I, I know a lot of people because of the conference. 
I try to help to the woman of binary community also. I am organizer of the Ruby Peru, but I didn't want to ask the money for them. But I have some close friends from the conference that I that I got for all all these two years. So they helped me to share that. And in two days I got the money. <laughs> it was like a I can't believe it. I this what? And I'm not good open myself for, for things like that. I love helping people. But it's difficult when I, it, you have to help yourself. So all these people who I could see their names because it's it's transferred to PayPal, so I could see their name. It's like a, I really appreciate the thing that they don't know me. Some people, they don't know me, but but I know them. I know who you are if you're listening to this, and I thank you appreciate for doing that. I also had the opportunity because I need to talk with, about this. I got a ticket from Hexdev. Uh, from the Stephanie. Oh, oh, your hex devs, yeah, yeah. Yes, yeah. and also I applied for the volunteer positions just in case. But I got the volunteer position. So what I did is, besides all my expenses, I mean that trip and also the hotel expenses are not as it were. I, I say I going to give this ticket that I have left to one of my the women of binary community. Oh, that's great. So I did that and say I have a ticket. And also I can share the room. I don't want to say her name because she is trying not to be too connected to social media. Uh, but okay. she she accepted sharing the room with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that is a better <laughs> definition, I think. Yeah. So she's already here with me. And I feel so happy because people not only helping me, they helping me to help. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. it feels like, oh, wow. That's great. Yeah. Uh, and that is, uh, that is my story. And... and I still, well, I accepted to come to talk about this today mm-hmm. because I received a job offer in the morning that I accepted. So I wanted to send a happy ending for all my story oh, about this. Oh, that's great. Yeah, and especially because I know that in the next conference I'll be with my own money, could say, expenses. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So was this all this year, the RailsConf? That was this year where you... You went to the conference, you enjoyed the talks, and you were employed. And so it was the day that it was over that you, you found out that you got laid off. Wow. It's this, you have this high, right? You've met all your friends and, you know, you're learning all this stuff and you're really excited. And then you get this notice and it's like, what? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is what happened. Then you you kind of like you said you opened yourself up, but yeah, it takes courage to to say like, hey, I, I need you know I need some help. Yeah, it's, there is something that I learn about this is always asking for help. It is something that I I, mean, I bring into my life is always asking for help. I know as a woman, uh, as a woman, I I have the thing that try to be strong sometimes. Uh, even I can do it by myself. I don't need help any. I don't need help. But sometimes you need, as human, you can open yourself. It's not something related to gender. It's more like humanity. That's how I feel right now. That is the feeling that I have. And that is what I'm going to keep with me for the rest of my life, I know. <laughs> yeah, because I, I think when when people don't know, they they might assume because you're so involved, right, with your, your local community and, and the community internationally, where people just assume that, Hey, My- Myra is doing great, right? She's she's got no problems, no issues, and there's just no way for people to know unless you know you you share, and then that way people can help you. Yeah. Yes. 
that's a a great story. I'm 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 glad that like getting laid off is never good, right? That's never fun, but at least uh things positive came out of it in terms of people coming out to support you, but also, like you said, being able to support an, another, you know, another member of our community. And I would do it. And I would do it again. I know that. You know, now that you've gotten to come out, how, how has the, the conference been for you? Like, It was really good. I feel less insecure than the last time that I was here. <laughs> Actually, my first Rubicon was Rubicon Mini in Rhode Island. So this is like a, the Rubicon, real, not the real one. It's just my, more, it's different. Yeah, yeah. But uh the same time, it's, it's closer. That's how I feel it. I mean, if this is my fifth conference. My first one was in Colombia, hmm. Rubicon Colombia. And I got a ticket as a scholarship. But until now, I can say that it's like a, the feeling of the Ruby community, not only Ruby race, Ruby community is like a, it's really positive. It has changed my life so much since the first time that I joined to community that it's, I'm so happy to be a developer instead of what, you know, everybody switched jobs. I did too. So it's like, a, I won't regret it. Mm. Tell, tell me a little bit about that. How did you get interested in Ruby or, or even involved with the community? I was in, I, it was because money. Of course. <laughs> because yeah. it is. That's a good reason. That's a good reason. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, I am graduated uh, of the university uh, in Peru, but I was project manager before. Well, I've switched a lot of careers because I was looking what I wanted to do. And eventually I was project manager also, but I hated me in that position was really good, and it wasn't a company. I knew it was me. I wasn't satisfied with my job, and also I didn't like the uh, working from nine to six every day in an office or something like. That. It wasn't for me. So I remember that someone of one friend of Facebook shared something like a bootcamp that was about to start in Peru that they were teaching Ruby on Rails. I didn't know what was Ruby on Rails. At the time, and then and also React and JavaScript because and you have to pay only if you get your first job. Oh, this is a like a boot camp. Yeah, it's okay. a boot camp. Okay. The first one that I met, I know, but that time there was someone called Laboratoria, but it's only related to JavaScript. But this one's a little bit more complete. So I apply. I didn't know that I could make it. I did it, and it was an intensive boot camp. Six months from night to six, but also I remember I didn't leave the place until 11 o'clock p.m. because we were all 19 people there. So we really wanted to change our future. When everything ends, there was a moment when I, I could feel that Ruby also, especially Ruby on Rails, it was like a, something that I really like, uh, the syntax and things like that. And also our teachers used to say, I can see who could be back end, who's going to be front end. I consider myself full stack, but she she used to say that. I remember that. So, so which one were you? Mm-hmm, I was the, the, the Ruby side, the, the back end. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then I... I got an internship in the same companies who that was promoting the the bootcamp, and after three months, the the, the internship ended because that, it was part of the contract. 
but I wanted really to work in a place that they had Ruby on Rails. So that's what I got. It took me more time than the rest of my friends. It maybe was like four of us got a job in Ruby on Rails. And I got mine, I remember. My first job, full-time job for Ruby on Rails was for the government of Peru. Actually, they use they use Ruby on Rails for CMS that they manage that is called gov.pe, gov.pe. So I started working there. So it was a, a nice experience and I love and I learned a lot about that experience also. So that is my story, how it started. Yeah, so... You, you had talked about your friend, and your friend referred you to the, the boot camp. Had you ever done any programming or anything related? When I was project manager, I had the opportunity to to manage developers. Ah, I had developers okay. in charge. Okay. So, But I had a kind of person that even I was your, your project manager, I tried to help you to solve some things. Like a, something that I say is a pseudocode. Pseudocode, yeah, yeah. that's a word. Instead of coding, I try to give you the pseudocode, the things that you could do. So with that, maybe I can help. Well, my my goal wanted to help you to unlock if you you got, you got stuck in something. So with that, I just have a little bit of knowledge what to do. But I yeah I felt that I hadn't the tools or I hadn't the the skill to do that. That's why I decided to to start in a bootcamp because they can teach me about the that kind of tools because I couldn't study by myself. I could I can understand how the things goes right now. But by that time I I was yeah. I was lost. But that's like the the skill that you already had as a, a project manager being able to write the pseudocode and, and talk to your developers about the type of problem they're they're trying to solve. That that's a really important skill already. So I, I think like going into the boot camp Nothing was totally new, right? I, I think that's really great that that you got to see that beforehand and, and hopefully get a sense for like that you might enjoy this this sort of thing too, right? I love solving puzzles. So that <laughs> was a puzzle for me. I started with Cold Wars. I know everybody started with that, but it's like a resolving puzzles and it's something that and well that is I really love. I love helping people. I discovered that when I was help desk before. Eventually, all this time, even this time without job, I realized that I can bring that. Oh, I've been more aware about that. I can help people just coding. So that is what I've been doing all these months because I'm trying to understand about gems or learning things more. But my focus is always going to be helping people. And I think that's, I, I think that's really great that that's something that really appeals to you because... Um, that's something everybody needs, yeah. You know the the word that 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 comes to my mind all the time that I say this is server. If you think about the word server, yeah, it's what I do. Uh, it receives yeah. something, mm-hmm. I give you something mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. It's you know, I know it's a machine or something like that. But if you think about the word, you are receiving something yeah. and giving something. Mm-hmm. And all the time, you are waiting for a for a request. To give something, so that is the word that it's is for me. It's kind of helping me. Mm-hmm. We all serve one another in, in in one way or another. Yeah. Yes. The boot camp. You said it was uh, six months, and you were you were staying till eleven 
at night. <laughs> so what what was that experience like? It's a nightmare. Don't do it. <laughs> no, it was fun. That bootcamp changed my life. Before that bootcamp, I would say, I'm not going to say I was lack of soft skills. The, the thing is, I didn't know how to, how to communicate. And one of the things that I learned, besides that you need English or things like that, it's more about how to communicate with people. Because there are multiple ways. You can't talk in a way, for example, there's something that I'm always going to remember about it, is you would prefer WhatsApp, for example, and I would prefer Slack or maybe voice voice records instead of writing or maybe an email. So there must be a point between you and me that might help us to communicate in a good way. I, me, myself especially, don't have to be force people to do it in my way. It's a way of two for two, you and me, and the best way, and try to do the same for the rest of the team, for example, or the rest of the people. Maybe they don't prefer this in this way, maybe another way. I have to be open to that. Before the book, and I didn't know anything about it, but and I tried to do it in my way. Mm. And I, well, right thinking about it, it was a little bit selfish, but I need to learn. I need to be aware about. You're, you're referring to the ways people communicate, or the ways people learn, or communicate. Communicate, actually. yeah. If we talk about the people, how the people learn, yeah, I am the example of. I am bad at listening podcasts. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I I have ADHD, so it's hard for me to follow videos and podcasts yeah. because I have to pause, uh, rewind, right, and play a game. And this is something when I miss some ideas. So I prefer reading blogs or mm-hmm. maybe transcriptions because it helps me just to read in right. and then return and continue reading when I, do, I can understand something. It was difficult for me just to understand also that people prefer videos. Right. Yes. It's not only my way to learn. It's their way to learn. And also we need to be open to that. Even when I used to, I mentor a couple of people. So I had to be open to that also. I am the kind of person you can write me at 2 a.m. And if I am awake, I'm going to answer you because maybe you are desperate for an, an answer at the time. But I can understand there are no people who are no, who doesn't li- don't like that, right? So I try to be open to that or maybe improve our communications or maybe give some rules and not to think that everything is personal, right? It's just I, I hope the best of you and I try that you get the best of me. <laughs> yeah, it's understanding their expectations, what they feel comfortable with, uh, so that you know it's okay if I send Mida a message at two a.m. But if I send someone else a message at two a.m., it, it maybe their phone dings and you know they uh, now they're distracted. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. So that that makes sense. Yeah. If you, for example, I, I I'm going to ask you because I learned that. Can I send you a message at that time? Mm. But I, even I have to think about the time zone. Yeah. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> For example, because it, now I I would think about just my friends from Peru. Right. But now I have friends all over the world because of the woman of community. So I have to think 
about things like that when I write. So what all the things that is, has been useful for me is, for example, is like when you schedule yeah. a message, that has been useful for me when mm-hmm. I have to ask or sending messages. Mm-hmm. It's interesting that you mentioned how with learning, you prefer blogs and, and books and things like that because this may be a generalization, but maybe with newer developers or, or younger people, a lot of them really like the video form. Yesterday, I was interviewing David Copeland, who he he wrote a book about sustainable web development with Ruby on Rails. And yeah, we were talking a little bit about it. It's like, so many people want video. Is there a, is there still a place for me with my, you know, my, my book and stuff like that. And I think it's important to remember that there's people like yourself and, um, I I'm partly the same way. Like I like to be able to have the text so that I can read it at my own pace and copy and paste stuff and stuff like that. But you're right that everybody learns differently. So it it makes sense for there to be the videos, for there to be podcasts and blog posts. There's different people who learn different ways. And also some people, including me, needs to pay for something if you want to learn something. Because sometimes when it is free, you you won't have the value that Uh, (laughs) that it, it has. I totally understand that, yeah. And there is something I would like to mention now that you talk about this is I open two videos and podcasts. I can't take my time because I have now a lot of friends who who create this kind of content. But I like to remember that there are people with difficult things. No, it's, it's related to accessibility because when you have deaf people, they need transcriptions. They need closed captions. So maybe you are in a place with a lot of noise and it has, it can help you even if the video has closed captions so people can read it. So it is something like, it's not me. It's more to be more open to people who are really has a disability. That's a word that I was looking. So yeah, or maybe they, their main language is not English and a lot of the content or the majority of the content about coding is in English. So when you have the transcriptions or you have the blog, you can translate it and it's easy for that. It's access to them. Yeah, that's definitely true. And and I think even past people who aren't native speakers or have a disability, if you aren't in either of those categories, there's still a lot of people who they want to have a transcript or outside Ruby or programming, people who watch movies and TV shows, a lot of them turn on the subtitles now. Yeah. And they're native English speakers. The dialogue is in English. They still want to see the subtitles. Yeah. So I do that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it's becoming very common. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, to your point, it's when you have video, having a way for people to still get the information another way, I think is helpful for everyone. Yes. Yeah. And it isn't too difficult nowadays because now you have AI or maybe programs that can get you the at least the closest words. It gets you maybe 90% of the way there. Mm-hmm. So it definitely saves time. But I I will say it is still work. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. it's still work. Actually, yeah. it's it, because I, it could be a couple of words that need that maybe the, the program needs to improve. You can improve how the program uh, translated, but it is something uh, behind the meaning that you still can keep. 
it being there and not perfect is kind of better than having nothing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Now that you've spent time at RubyConf, like what are what are your plans next? There is a story behind all this, but I'm going to the TLDR. Okay. Could <laughs> <laughs> be easy because I have a plenty of time without working to make a lot of thoughts in my mind. So it's just like, uh, I would like to explore more about Ruby, Ruby without Rails, something like mm-hmm. that. So one of the things that I would like to do after this is just, I would like to investigate more about the use of Ruby out of what is web application. It is something I was talking like a couple of hours ago because there I found a blog about how is, how are the conference, the Ruby conference in Japan. So it was really interesting. It was a, an article that is really old, but it got my attention because I never thought about it. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. I came from a bootcamp and it was like, a, there is something else. So I could see a couple of talks about, talking about, for example, Rack. Oh, Rack. Uh, okay, yeah. Yes. So I would like how. Oh, for example, also we have the another talk about how to create this so applications with Ruby. Yeah. So that is something that I would like to investigate. I would like to try also with the Ruby Peru community. We decided just to investigate more about it and prepare talks about it in Spanish because that is the mission or vision of, of our communities to create content in Spanish. And also... I was planning to give a lightning talk, but I wasn't ready yet about to uh-huh. do it because okay. I was nervous about because I applied for jobs or things like that. Sure, I yeah. hadn't the time yeah. to prepare that. But actually, I would like, I don't know if you heard about the Ikimura and Drifting Ruby. Uh, yes, yes. Okay. So they, he they has do a, the videos. Yes, right? he has a blog and how to implement some kind of uh, when your test, test fails, you so the lights can change to red or green based on that, the test that you are running. So it was really interesting. It isn't related to Rails, but it, it is based on Ruby. So it's like, wow, I want to learn how to do that. Cool. Anything else you want to mention or think we should have talked about? Yeah, because I am a member of the woman binary community. So if you are a woman or a non-binary person, you're invited to our community. We are open to you and we have meetups monthly and we have book clubs and we are always open to new ideas to share to help you to do that's it i think yes and where can they find you if they're interested in that uh we have a web page wmb-rb.dev that is dev in english i think yes and there you can find us. And also there is a form when you can give us your, your info. It won't be shared only. No, it won't be shared only for the organizers. And that's all. We keep your privacy there. Yeah. Very cool. So wnb-rb.dev. Yes, it is. Awesome. Well, Maida, thank you so much for spending time to, to talk with me today. Thank you. I'm sorry for my English. <laughs> <laughs> Your English is good. Your English is much better than my Spanish. <laughs> okay. <laughs>